Barbecue's our passion, and that's just what you'll get where the Kim Burns is a barbecuer. Tales from the pits. Howdy, welcome to the big kickoff of the list from Tales from the Pits. This is Brian. And Andrew. And this is a very special one. This is the official announcement rule structure of our list. Yeah, we've been on the road a lot in 2021 trying to put this together. Uh, We have eaten at a ton of barbecue places, a ton of meals, spent a ton of money. Brian, you've got some of the numbers there. Uh, Let's let everyone know about what kind of craziness we've been up to. Word, Word to our wives, turn it off. Um, over 150 barbecue visits so far in 2021, and we are still in August at the time of this recording, um, spent over $6,000 just on barbecue. Um, if we included gas and lodging, probably double that, but $6,000 that we track just in, in expenses on food. Right. As we sit in yet another hotel room, as, <laughs> as we've been putting this list together, we've, we've done a lot of road trips, some day trips, a lot of overnight trips, one epically long trip, both in mileage and time. Um, and it's been, it's been a lot of fun. Yeah, I, bought, lo- I bought a new car in, I think, February. And I've got 14,000 miles on it. <laughs> <laughs> that, you, you just recently put another 3,000 miles on it over the last week yes. or so. Well, I put, I put in the month of July, I put 3,000 miles, and I've already put 3,000 miles on halfway through August. Good Lord. Yeah. Yes, a, a lot of travel. And we, we have, we've had a lot of fun. We've had a lot of ridiculously good barbecue. And it's just been something we've been talking about doing for a long time and just never got around to doing. And we kind of sat back towards the end of last year i think this is when this finally started to take shape where we were kind of looking at you know what what do we think about a barbecue list and we've done some episodes on this so we won't go too heavy into that you know we have our own opinions on what a barbecue list is or should be and of course at the end of the day it's people's opinions right i mean we've done this for a few years now we're like you know we 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 really don't like ranking things to be honest uh, because it's very dependent upon the visit and, and sometimes even the most recent visit as opposed to any visit. Uh, but all in all, you know, we feel kind of like we owe it to everybody, um, even ourselves, to just go ahead and do it. And we want to make clear, very clear that it's based on the visits that we had. We tried, we'll talk about how we try to do those as incognito as possible to give you as realistic. Um, and the list, of, you know, we're doing a list of 100 Let's kind of talk about how we came up with 100, because some of our favorite people, some of our favorite places may not be on this list. Right. And when when Brian says, you know, a list of 100, we we decided what we were going to do. I mean, we're not doing a top 50 list. Texas Monthly does a top 50 list, and they do a great job with it. And And we'll be talking a lot about it when it comes out. (laughs) Absolutely. So so right off the bat, we weren't going to do a top 50 list. So we were kind of thinking of, you know, what, what do we want to do? And at the end of the day, we decided that we're going to do, we're going to rank our 20 favorite barbecue spots, the places we feel are the top 20 spots in Texas. But we are, we were going to consider a minimum of 100 places when putting this together. So, you know, at the end of this episode, we will list out the 100 places that we considered. Please be aware if you do not hear your name and you are a business owner, this does not mean we do not think you're one of the 100 best barbecue spots in Texas. We are two people with full-time jobs doing this on our own time and on our own time. So we only had and so with much COVID time. this year and with COVID well, and yeah. everything else I mean, going on in the world. And there was just Lord. only so much time we had. We tried to devote as much time as our families very well know. We tried to devote a lot of time to putting this together and we went to absolutely as many places as we could all over Texas. 
Um, but at the end of the day, we, we can't go to every barbecue place in Texas. There's too darn many. Right. And so there, there's going to be some that, that may, you know, you may use the words deserve to be on this list that didn't make it. Um, there's some that we just couldn't get to. There's some that we may have only got to once and we couldn't come back and really get, you know, we, we try to get two or three meals in at each restaurant and that that's even harder to do of course right um, so we've had to take some of our historical visits plus the most recent visit and kind of average that out um, so let's kind of talk about now we will Andrew already mentioned we're going to we're going to rank the top 20 um, so let's kind of talk about how we're qualifying other than just we happen to be able to come see you um, so first off it's got to be a full-time basis of at least once a week at a fixed location Right. Yeah. This is this was kind of our the parameters we put in place. So yes, to be eligible for our particular list, you do have to be a full time barbecue spot that's open at least weekly. We do not consider pop ups. I mean, we've done pop ups. We have a lot of respect for people that do pop ups. They are not easy to do. They're a lot of work, and you know, and keep keep pushing all you guys that are doing pop ups, and hopefully you guys can you know can turn it into a more full time business. But for the purpose of this list. We went with full-time places only, and you had to be open before 2021. Correct, and and so you already mentioned pop-ups. You know, food trucks are eligible if they're regularly serving and in the same location, um, but you had to be open before 2021. And so, you know, some of the places that we've had recently, some of our favorite places, they're not on this list, and it has nothing to do with how we feel about you or your barbecue. But we felt like you needed to be open for at least six months before we started doing this list. And, you know, we started doing it actually a little bit before then. But um, so, you know, Cade Mercer at CM Smokehouse, oh, you're yeah. not we eligible. Had, we had such good food at CM Smokehouse, Distant Relatives, another place we had really good food at. You know, uh, you, I have not been yet, but you've been to Sunbird Barbecue. Yeah, Sunbird. I mean, they're, they're making, you know, huge waves in social media, um, doing some, some really interesting food and some unique collaborations. And, and we love... Uh, both both Brian and Kimmy and Dave, I think is mm-hmm. is, is the other gentleman. Um, you, you know, we we do love you guys, but you didn't qualify because of the timing. So hey, maybe next year or the year after or the year. I don't know if we're ever going to do this again because financially, <laughs> I don't know if we can handle it. And yeah, I'm not yeah, even kidding. Right. Yeah, does someone yeah. want to give us ten grand to do the next one? Because that's probably what it will take by the time the next list comes out. Because you, your menu prices are just murdering us. Yeah, we we went to a place today. It was thirty six dollars a pound. Um, and I think 28 for, for, uh, pork ribs. And, and like I said, I mean, look, we're not boasting about paying for this. We just feel like it's number one, we need to support these people. We're not there to eat free food and we're trying to do it uh, as incognito as we can. Um, we're trying to do it as realistic as we can. Right. We're trying um, to give us our, our honest opinion, you know, of the food that we would get and hopefully that anyone else would get as well. And so to that as well, you know, we do want to do some special thanks to some folks that helped us. So we did some incognito visits and we surprised some people, actually. <laughs> we did. Um, but, you know, we again, we wanted somebody else to order the food. We're not special, but we do know that if, if somebody sees us coming in, they know we're going to post it on social media. You know, they're going to probably try to give us the best tray possible. It, kudos to them. That's what they should be doing. But. We're trying to get that average tray to see, is it always, you know, we see some beautiful pictures. Is it always like that? Or is right. that just to the special right. people? There's one place in particular that made our top 20, um, which we will not reveal yet, but we will go into more detail in future episodes where 
we were so blown away by our first visit this year that we made two extra visits afterwards with, uh, you know, completely incognito, having other people order for us just so that we could confirm that what we had was as good as we thought it was. Um, so, yeah, shout out to first and foremost, um, Terry Osborne didn't do any secret ordering for us. But what Terry did was help us eat some of this food, a lot of this food. Um, he's one of our best friends in the barbecue world. And he's just he, he's a guy that has opinions, too. And he's honest with us. And we, we, we really value you know his opinions. And, and Chris Ballack, uh, one of my buddies, he's, he's ordered for us at a couple of places. Um, Adam Sosa. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, big shout out to Adam Sosa. Um, he got in line at 2.45 a.m. at Snow's and waited in line. And uh, we were more than happy to pay for his meal. Um, he was a, a really big barbecue fan. This was his first visit to Snow's. And uh, we, had, we then went to Louis Miller with him also. And he, uh, it was his first visit to Louis Miller. So, so thank you, Adam. It was, it was great fun getting to. Yeah, it, was, it was crazy to see him meet Tootsie. And, right. and like the emotions that came out was like, which is great. I mean, that's what we love. Absolutely yeah. love. Yeah. So, but so thank you. Huge shout out to Adam Sosa. Another big shout out to uh, Justin Barker, who helped us at a couple of stops in uh, the Fort Worth area. Yep, and um, Kevin Jenkins as well. Uh, Kevin helped us in multiple locations as well. Yep. Great shout-out to Kevin, although he did get identified at one spot, <laughs> even though he hadn't been there in over a year. I mean, I mean, amazing, amazing things from you, you restaurant owners identifying people and in, in not knowing that he was with us, but just remembering him from over a year visit right. well, prior. They, I mean, right. it just it really does speak to the customer service and the level of courtesy that goes on in the barbecue world to remember somebody that hasn't been in in that long. Um, and then, you know, our, uh, our trip down to South Texas. Yeah, Robert Salazar uh, helped us out at Teddy's. Teddy's was one of those places that we knew we would get identified <laughs> if we came into. Um, so we had Robert come in and order for us. Right. I'd, I'd been joking with Joel Garcia from Teddy's for a while saying, like, we're going to find a way. We're going to find a way. We're going to sneak in. And, uh, and shout out to Robert for really helping make that possible. So. And, and I, won't, I, won't, I won't name the place, but um, we, we did have one screw up. That was my <laughs> fault. So we, we had somebody ordering for us. They waited in line. They placed their order. We wait in the car, literally, because we've been identified just hanging out. So we waited in the car until he had already placed the order we we came into the and it wasn't even inside the restaurant we came on the side of the restaurant where you know they had a patio and um the business owner came out and was like oh hey guys you know blah blah blah. and we were like oh yeah we were talking to him he's like you know did y'all already like yeah yeah but we ordered it to somebody else you know he's like well who is it and it was like we, we gave the name and he took off running <laughs> and he took off running and he ran into the restaurant and and son of a punk he did he did um pretty up our tray a little bit now and again we're not trying to fool anybody but we're just trying to make sure that what we get is what anybody would get if they went there right and, and that's what we want we if we if we like when we get to the 20 rankings it, we want people to go there and to get that exact same experience and and not not because you know oh you post on social media you know we we don't have a huge following but we do post and people know we post and we've seen it many times. Yeah. I mean, it is, it, it's, it was tricky to do some places. Some places just literally just were not possible for us to be able to, to sneak in, but we tried as many places as we could, as many times as we could. Um, but it was a ton of fun. Let's, let's get into a little bit about how we decide, how we put this list together. What is our ranking criteria? Cause yeah. I think it's probably, uh, we tried and, and you guys can go and look on our social media on, uh, on Tales from the Pits at in, on Instagram, on our profile, you will see a highlight for poll questions. 
um, when we first started putting this together, we put out some poll questions of what the you know what the general public or the people that follow us on Instagram think should go into the you know the consideration for a list or your favorite places and and you guys were kind of in in pretty good synchronicity with us in terms of you know how we thought the list should be put together. So uh, this is this is what we went by. Yeah, and you know the the thing is, you know, again, we're different than Texas Monthly. We're doing this different than Texas Monthly, so our results are going to be different for the most part. There, there's going to be some similarities, but um, uh, we we rank three things equally. So on a one to ten scale, brisket, sides and desserts, and meats and specials. And other meats can we we put it on our little spreadsheet as other meats, and we didn't want to just say Texas Trinity or. You know, or just this, this, and this, because so many places are doing so many different meats these days. Whether that's pork belly, or whole hog, or burnt end specials, or enchiladas, or I mean, there's some whole hog. I mean, I mean, you know, we we're not we we can't say if you got terrible brisket and great whole hog, but that's why we have two separate ratings. You know, if if we're not happy with the brisket, we love the whole hog. You're going to get points for the whole hog, um, but you know it 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 helps balance things out. And some people are doing some really unique specials, right? And, and so we really did try to consider all of those things that have been brought into the barbecue world these last several years that we've really appreciated, and we think a lot of people that enjoy barbecue as much as we do have really appreciated. So we wanted to make sure that those things were as heavily considered as brisket was. And and that's why again sides and desserts have the same ranking as brisket, ten points for brisket up to 10 points for sides and desserts, 10 points for other meats or specials. Right, and then for experience, because experience does matter, and experience, and we've talked about this before, experience can mean a lot of things. Experience can mean the history of the place. Um, experience can mean you know, how, how short the line is or how well the line moves. It could, it could be the customer service of the people taking your order, or if you have a, a sit-down scenario, the people that are you know, uh, you know, bussing your table or asking, hey, you know, can I get you anything? I mean. It, Customer, you know, customer service starts with when you walk in the door and ends when you walk out of the door. And, and you know what else it can be? Oh, Lord, here we go. <laughs> it can be the restroom, people. Um, only for Brian. Yeah, only for me. Uh, but, but it does. Look, here's the thing. It, it's, is the line sitting in the sun or is the line in the shade? That is very important. It, it, and and it, it sounds simple, but it can in, in 99 degree Texas weather, it makes a huge right. difference, right. right? Especially if a you're trailer a place that versus has a, line a restaurant that goes 30 minutes to an hour long. If you're standing outside in the heat in July for 30 for 30 minutes to an hour, it's brutal. It yeah. just is. And and you know, owning a restaurant and having an air conditioned restaurant versus a trailer, if all other things are equal. There's a few more, you know, there's a per- couple of percentage points for being a restaurant. Right. Now, I mean, now, that being said, we didn't want experience to count as much as the food. Because at the end of the day, this is a food list. So experience, we awarded up to five points for experience. So at the end of the day, if you were the absolute perfect barbecue joint, and no one got a perfect score, if you were an absolute perfect barbecue joint, the most points you could get from us would be 35 points. Um, how we did these rankings is when we first put the list together, the list of 100 places we were going to consider, I ranked... You know, based on my experiences at each place, you know, the places we had already been at that point, of course. And then Brian, independently of me, ranked the same, you know, the same places. And then we did the combined average of our two opinions. And we did this completely blind of each other so that we weren't swayed by the other's, you know, rankings. And that's that's kind of where we started. Now, once once we got to that point, we didn't say this is just going to be some sort of scientific nerd math by the numbers thing. Once we once we kind of saw who had separated themselves, then then that's when we start having our internal debates 
based on you know every every one of our experiences because some of these places we've been going to for literally almost a decade at this point so we're you know we're, we're talking about if if there's a place you had been 50 times but one time wasn't great then obviously you're not going to just say okay well that one time wasn't great when you've got years of great experiences there and conversely if it's the first time we've been to a place and it was great we don't want to just say well this place must be great because the one visit we had was great we try to go back exactly and there's there's so many places that are that are very important to us that history really does matter and you know we don't feel like um, in, in a lot of rankings, we don't feel like that gets enough credit. So that's why, why we have that factor in there. You know, um, you know Smitty's or Kreitz or, or Lockhart Places or Louis Miller. There's, there's a massive amount of history that's behind that. Right. Even the lesser known historical places like Schulenburg City Market, you know, these places that do have a lot of history to them, they may not have the cachet of a Lockhart or a Luling but they do have a lot of history to them. And we want to make sure those places don't get forgotten because it, it's, it's easy to overlook those places when there's so many good new places out there. And so, and so that's the mix, right? There's a mix of, of classic legendary places that we really do appreciate that we think you go. And, and you may not need to go for all their sides and desserts, right? You may not even need to go for their brisket. There's, there's a couple of places that are on this list that look, we wouldn't recommend ordering the brisket at right but you but, can have some great sausage or you may have a great pork steak at that place or chicken you know right and it and it and it with that combined with the experience factor and everything else we think it we think it's good um so let's just kind of go down and so we've got this mix of like you know fairly new they had to be open in 2021 uh, but or prior to 2020. prior to 2021 yeah. right yeah um and you know fairly new but old so um, do you just kind of want to go down um, just alphabetically? Yeah, let's just, let's go alphabetically, and if we need to pause a little bit, we'll pause a little bit. You mean to get another bourbon? Uh, yes. Oh, well, let's let's point that out real quick. We have a nice spread of bourbon okay. on this. So, uh, so on let this me episode. let me let me um, take a moment here. Um, people who know distilleries or distillers themselves, or anybody that's really a good friend of the bourbon industry, should reach out to us. <laughs> they should. We would love to be a bourbon ambassador. Um, we do drink responsibly. Um, we're very careful with how we drink, um, but we also love bourbon. And so being unsponsored allows us to just drink whatever the heck we want. Um, I just came back from a crazy bourbon tour and bought 17 <laughs> bottles, and Andrew and I bought three bottles today. Yes, we uh, did. <laughs> so let's talk about what we're drinking today. All right. Let's start out with uh, we had a Buffalo Trace kosher wheat recipe. Um, obviously, Buffalo Trace is one of the— or the most known distiller of bourbon in America and the world. Um, and I think it was a year or two ago, they came out with their kosher wheat blend. They have a kosher rye and a kosher wheat blend. Uh, this is one I picked up over the last week. Um, really good, weedy bourbon. You can definitely taste the wheat in it. 94 proof, so it's not going to kill you on heat. Um, but it was tasty. Yeah, it's and, you know, our, our tastes tend to lean towards the weeded bourbons. Um, you know, Weller, Blanton, some of our favorite bourbons are weeded. Um, the next one up is Old Bardstown, which is a Willet distillery. Um, it's a bottled in bond, and it's a $20 bottle in Kentucky. Um, Willet, just to, so you know, that's one of the, those one of the distillers I visited. They only, they only distill 60 to 80 bottles a day, um, where other distilleries are on their millions of barrels. Um, these guys are just are doing it slow and go, and they do really good stuff. Yeah. Yep. And, uh, and from there, we, uh, another distillery that Brian visited was Heaven Hill. Uh, pretty well-known distillery if you're familiar with the brands like Elijah Craig, Larceny, uh, McKenna. Those are those are all Heaven Hill 
brands. Um, so Brian got a really pretty cool opportunity. So let's uh, let's touch on that a little bit, Brian. Yeah. So I, I couldn't find any of the barrel proofs around town. Um, at least there was a couple of secondary places that were insanely expensive. Just so people know, they had Weller 12 for $500 and, and, <laughs> and uh, was it CYBP? CYPB. CYPB, um, Choose Your Perfect Bourbon for eleven hundred and ninety five dollars um, they had a my favorite one of all though was a a weller special reserve pint that they had for fifty dollars and that's like a seventeen dollar <laughs> bottle compared to the uh eleven fifty for the cyp <laughs> i don't know i don't know if anything's reasonable um but they had this they had this opportunity so you go to heaven hill you can do it's called you do bourbon and what you do is you sample four bourbons they're all barrel strength you sample four bourbons you pick one and and if you choose, you, you know, you have to pay to do this, and then you have to buy the bottle. Uh, but then you get to bottle the bourbon yourself and put the label yourself and the whole thing. Um, they had they had four to choose from. That's why the label's crooked on the electric Craig. You did it yourself <laughs> after a day of drinking. Yes, yes. Um, oh, my gosh. And, yeah, and it was at 4.30 in the afternoon that day after visiting. Yes, yeah. Anyway, um, the, the, we did a Larceny Barrel Proof. Um, and Elijah Craig barrel proof and the other two options those were the two that I decided to bottle um, the other two was a Bernheim which is a super heavy wheat I think it's a 51 percent wheat, a lot of wheat. Um, it's a it's it's like drinking cereal um, and then a one that they called the Heaven Hill Experience blend and essentially if I remember right it was just Elijah Craig but but you know a younger version of it so um, I, I chose the Larceny and and Andrew um, is enjoying that um, he owns that bottle now, and uh, I took home the Elijah Craig Barrel Proof for myself. Um, I don't know if we want to do any tasting notes or anything. I don't know how serious we want to get into the no, bourbon side no, of this. we but, got a lot of other stuff yeah. to talk about. They're yeah. good. We're enjoying them. We're probably going to enjoy them even more once we turn off the mics. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, and then today we found a couple of Eagle Rares and a Blanton's. So that was yeah. a, all in all, it's been a good week of bourbon for both of us. Much better for Brian, but <laughs> but I'm not complaining either. Yeah, I drove a lot of miles to get that burn. <laughs> All right, so let's talk about some some you know, people. We're just going to rattle these off because we don't have any other way to do it. Now, remember, we're going to go through a hundred. Yeah, you and want me to do out- page one? You do page two, or how do we? Yeah, do this? yeah, it'll get so All boring. Right, yeah, but yeah, yeah. So. This uh, and, and again, we're going to go through this rapid fire. I might pause on one or two just to point out a couple little things, but for the most part, let's go through this quickly. Yep. Alphabetically, this is, and again, these are the hundred we considered, not the hundred best. These are the hundred we were able to get to and consider. Um, and then from there, we will be selecting our 20 best barbecue spots in Texas. So without further ado, here we go. 1701 Barbecue, Beaumont. 1775 Barbecue, College Station. 2M Smokehouse, San Antonio. Baker Boys Barbecue, Gonzales. Bear Barbecue, Cleburne. Blackboard Barbecue, Sisterdale. And again, after this, I'm saying Sisterdale is the city, just in case anyone's not familiar. Um, so yes, saying the joint and the city. Black's Barbecue, Lockhart. Blood Brothers Barbecue, Houston. Bodacious Barbecue in Hallsville. Brett's Backyard Barbecue, Rockdale. Brett's Barbecue Shop, Katie. Brick Vault Barbecue, Marathon. Brick's Barbecue, Fort Worth. Brotherton's Black Iron Barbecue, Pflugerville. Burnt Bean Company, Seguin. Butters Barbecue, Mathis. Cadillac Barbecue, Dallas. City Market in Luling. Convenience West Barbecue, Marfa. Cooper's Old Time Pit Barbecue, Lano. Corkscrew Barbecue, Spring, Dane's Barbecue, Fort Worth, Derek Allen's Barbecue, Fort Worth, Desert Oak Barbecue, El Paso, Dozier's Barbecue, Fulcher, Evie Mays Pit Barbecue, Wolferth, Fegis Barbecue, Houston, Franklin Barbecue, Austin, Galvan Sausage House, Richmond, Texas. Most of you don't know what Galvan Sausage House is. 
old school, been around for over 30 years, making house-made sausage, um, and it's really good sausage, and it's right there in uh, Richmond, Texas, suburb of Houston. Gatlin's Barbecue in Houston, Giddings City Market Barbecue in Giddings, Goldie's Barbecue, Fort Worth, Guest Family Barbecue, Waco, Hayes County Barbecue, San Marcos, Heim Barbecue, Fort Worth and Dallas, Hellberg Barbecue, Waco, Hill Barbecue, Lubbock, Holy Smoke, a.k.a. Church Barbecue, a.k.a. Mount Zion, Missionary Baptist Church Barbecue, uh, been known by a few names in the Huntsville area, um, re- really well documented on that High on the Hog series on Netflix. Yeah, a really fun visit there, too. Uh, you know, one of those places that you may, maybe it's not going to be on your top list for uh, the best barbecue in Texas, but you should, it's one of those places you should go by and stop by and check out. Yeah, charming place, good history. Um, just enjoyed that visit. Um, her Tatar Barbecue in Arlington. Hutchins Barbecue in Frisco and McKinney, Interstellar Barbecue, Austin, JNL Barbecue, Austin, Joseph's Riverport Barbecue, Jefferson, Curlin Barbecue in Austin, Killen's Barbecue in Houston, Kalachny Barbecue in Hallettsville, Kreitz Market in Lockhart, Law Barbecue in Austin at their new brick and mortar location, Lavaca Barbecue in Port Lavaca. Port Lavaca, of course. Leroy and Lewis Barbecue in Austin. Liberty Barbecue in Austin, technically Round Rock. LJ's Barbecue in Brenham. Uh, Louis Miller Barbecue in Taylor. Micklewaite Craft Meats in Austin. Miller Smokehouse in Belton. Mimsy's Barbecue. Crockett. Crockett, Texas. And Moreno Barbecue in Austin. Nova Sods. Also in Hallettsville. Um, Opie's Barbecue in Spicewood. Panther City Barbecue in Fort Worth. Patillo's Barbecue in Beaumont, Pecan Lodge in Dallas, Pinkerton's in Houston and in that amazing building in San Antonio. Incredible building. Um, and a great bourbon bar. Um, Pioneer Barbecue. Nixon, Texas. And Piper's Barbecue in Houston. Pit Forks and Smoke Rings Barbecue in Lubbock. Uh, Pits- Slayton. Well, Slayton. It's close <laughs> enough to Lubbock. I know. <laughs> well, you said Wolfers, so there you go. Yep. Um, Wolfers for Evie Mays, so Slayton. And Lubbock now. Mays. They've uh, and Lubbock, Shout out yeah. to Mays, open second location in the United Foods in Lubbock. Go on. Uh, Pizzatolas in Houston. Podies. Pecos. In Pecos, Texas, where they have the fake Pecos uh, Lily Langtree. Oh, yeah, the Judge Roy Bean replica. Judge Roy Bean, replica, yes. Yeah, yeah. replica. <laughs> Putzka Family Barbecue in Hutto. Rahino Barbecue. Olton. Reveille Barbecue in Houston, North Houston. Um Ragels, yep. Ragels, not Rogels. Ragels Barbecue in Houston, um, who just announced that they're looking for a new location. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully, Russell finds a second spot because it'd be great to have a, another opportunity to get Ragels. Rolling Smoke in Austin, Schulenburg City Market in Schulenburg, Slaughter's Barbecue Oasis in Sulphur Springs, Smiley's Barbecue in Roanoke, Smitty's Barbecue. Where else but Lockhart? Um, Smoke Sessions Barbecue in Royce Dal- City. Royce City. I was saying it's right outside the city there. Smokeaholics Barbecue. That's in Fort Worth. Smoky Joe's Barbecue. That's in Dallas. Smokin' Z's Barbecue. A lot of smoke in there. That's a Bayou Vista, uh, a.k.a. Galveston. Yep. Make sure you stop there. Snow's Barbecue in Lexington, Texas. South Barbecue in San Antonio. Southern Q Barbecue in Houston. Southside Market in multiple locations. Oh, Lord, yeah. They're in Elgin, Bastrop, Hutto, and Austin, I believe. Um, Stanley's Famous Pit Barbecue. 
Tyler. And T uh, Style Switch Barbecue, also in two locations now in Austin. T Ghost Barbecue. Westlaco. Teddy's Barbecue. Westlaco. Shout out South Texas on those two. Yeah. Tejas Chocolate Craftery in Tomball, Texas. And Terry Black's Barbecue in Austin and Dallas. And coming to Houston. And coming to Houston. Allegedly, they haven't confirmed it, but yeah, it's going to happen. Pit Room in Houston. The Smoking Oak. Mercedes. The Switch. Dripping Springs. Tin Roof Barbecue. Atascacita. Tom and Bingo's Lubbock. Truth Barbecue. Houston and Brenham. Valentina's Tex-Mex Barbecue. South Austin. Vera's Barbecue. Backyard Barbecue. The only place doing the traditional barbacoa whole cow heads in the ground in Brownsville, Texas. We got to go there recently, and my God, I love going there. Yes. And Zavala's Barbecue. Last, and we won't call him least, even though we like to make fun of Joe all the time, but... Hey, your name starts with Z. Your last name, alphabet. What can I tell you, buddy? Uh, they are in Grand Prairie, Texas. So that, those are the 100 we considered for this list. Again, this is not a comprehensive. These are the only 100 barbecue places you should be going. These are just the 100 we were able to consider based on past visits, visits in the you know visits we were able to make in the in the last year, year and a half or so. Um, but we, we again, we try to get to as many as we could. We try to do this as honestly as we could. We have been to Dallas. Well, barbecue is subjective, so oh, it's it's honest to us, you know. But but that's why we that's why we brought in the historical aspect, the experience aspect, because again, a perfect example is Vera's. I mean, if if you go to Vera's and you order brisket and and do they even serve ribs? I don't think so. Yeah, if you if you just I don't but know if you if they order, serve any pork other than the carnitas, which are very good. oh yeah, the carnitas are fantastic. Um, but if you go to Vera's and you order brisket and you're expecting Central Texas barbecue, you're going to be disappointed. So you need to understand the history, what they do there, why they do it, and you need to order what they are specialized in. Absolutely. And that's why with the completion of this list, when we release our, our final rankings, um, which we, we don't have a firm date yet, but you'll, you'll know when they're coming out. When we release our final rankings, we're also going to be launching a website with this um, that's going to have a lot of information on there for you guys. It's going to have, you know, little blurbs about what we think you should order based on, you know, their specialty items that we've been able to sample over the years. It's going to have links to episodes that we've done on the places that we've been fortunate enough to have on our show over these four plus years. Um, We're going to have a map. That's going to have... Yeah, Andrew's been working really hard on there, this. There's, there's been a lot of work that's gone into this one. Uh, we wanted to try to, to put the information out there as well as we could. You know, Again, we are two people doing this on our own dime, on our own time. Right. And we, we tried to do as much as we can to get as much information out there again. Because, again, we started this whole podcast show business just to because we love the barbecue world and we wanted to, to get these stories out there and get this information out there to as many people as we could. And we've been fortunate enough to do that. And this website will hopefully be another extension of that right. to where you guys can use it kind of as a guideline of you know, yeah, different the, places you can check out. The, the full experience is go on there. You identify what you need to order a little, a little bit so that you understand the timing of the place, hours of operation. And then listen to the episode because, like I said, I mentioned Andrew as, as links to the episodes. So listen, the favorite thing that I recommend people to do is listen to the episode on your way to the restaurant. Um, You really get to understand in depth the passion of the owner, the history of the business and everything. And if you go to the website, you understand what to order, you listen to the episode, you're going to have this this much more rich experience when you go visit this place. Absolutely. And it's again, this has been so much fun. It's been a lot of work. 
you know, this really has not been an easy thing for us to, to undertake. Even in the best of circumstances with the world right now, it wouldn't be easy for us to do. But uh, it's been a challenge. It's been a fun challenge. We've spent a lot of time on the road. And again, we cannot thank our families enough for the undying amount of leeway they give us to do the stupid things we do. It's, I mean, how much equipment have we bought in oh, the last four God. years? And how much, you know, not just the barbecue food, but the equipment and the timing. And, oh, now we need to spend an extra two hours at this place so we can record an episode or, or whatnot. And, by the way, you know, all of these weekends were gone because we're just out eating barbecue um, instead of doing family things. But, you know, it's okay. We're all having a good time, I think. Yeah. Um, I still have a family, so that's important. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> the, the locks haven't been changed yet, so we can still get back into our homes when we get there. But, no, it's been, it's been so much fun. We've been on the road a lot. We've done some really cool road trips. The West Texas road trip was an absolute gauntlet. Um, that we wanted to get through before we even announced the episodes, you know, or announced I, I, the list. But I, I still think about the the Carolinas trip we did years ago. Oh, but, yeah. I mean, yeah, and that's just it. And that's one of the things that we try to point out, too, is as much as we love Texas barbecue, there's great barbecue all over this country, and we've gotten to sample just a tiny bit of it. I mean, there's still so much we haven't had, but we've had all, so many fun adventures inside Texas, outside of Texas. Charleston food and wine. Charleston <laughs> food has been amazing. Yeah, it's been it's been great to be able to go to Chicago, I mean, Chase, Charleston, and, and Chase. I mean, Red Dirt and and our relationship that we built with Chase Colston, just phenomenal guy, and some exciting things coming from him. So. Oh gosh, the the amount of barbecue events that are going to be going on this fall. Hopefully, let's let's not let COVID ruin more stuff. It ruined plenty of stuff already. Um, but but yes, the there's a lot on the schedule barbecue wise this fall. So hopefully you guys are able to get out there and experience a lot of these great events that are coming up. Um, it's going to be a lot of fun for all of us. We're excited to go to as many of them as we can realistically get to as well. Um, but yeah, we, we got to go to Dallas, Fort Worth, all over Houston, all over Austin, San Antonio, Central Texas, South Texas, East Texas, West Texas. We've gotten to eat. I mean, the amount of good barbecue all over the map in Texas is amazing. I mean, just from the last five years has just it's been an incredible. absolute explosion. But you go back 10 years, you go back 15 years, it's insane. There's places that we eat at that, you know, not just would have made the top 50. They probably would have made the top 10 right. in, in five or 10 years ago. And right. now they're, it's, it's amazing because there's so many of that at that level. Right. Just a little more regional rapid fire. West Texas. I mean, the amount of barbecue we got to eat from Pit Forks and Smoke Rings, Rahino, Convenience West. Uh, Brick Vault Brewery, Evie Mays, Tom and Bingo's, Hill Barbecue. Then we, you know, we went down to South Texas. We had Teddy's. We've had Butters. Um, we had Smoking Oak made the top fifty last time. Vera's is always a great experience. East Texas, you've got Mimsy's that's opened up. You've got David Slaughter doing great things in Sulphur Springs. Um, you know, Gabe is still killing it out there in Hallsville. Stephen Joseph has been killing it for thirty plus years out in Jefferson, Texas. Bingham's popped up with his own venture in Longview. You know, East Texas has grown. Houston, my God, the amount of Houston, places in Houston. You know, Austin Austin is, is still growing. Yes. Um, it's not growing at the rate it was, but but it's still growing, and there's still great places that are popping up. Absolutely. And, mm -hmm. and a place that we've spent a lot of time on, both on the show and both uh, and both off the air, is, is Dallas-Fort Worth and Fort Worth area and mid-cities in particular. The growth that's gone on there over yeah, the last years. We don't know what years, happened. We really it, don't. It's I incredible. Mean, I mean, it's it's awesome. I mean, it started with Heim was kind of the first craft place to pop up there, and then it's just grown and grown and grown from there, you know, to where well, there's— Pecan Lodge and Heim uh, were kind right. of like the, the early starters, and then maybe Cadillac 
And then it was kind of quiet. I mean, right. You know? And then boom, these last few years, you got you know Zavala's, Hurtado, uh, Goldies, and, and you know it's been amazing. Danes, Smokeaholics, you know Derek Walker's been in and around the scene for a long time out there, and now has opened up Smokeaholics as a brick and mortar, and he's doing great things there. Yeah, you know, it's just it's been so much fun watching the growth happen all over the state with with barbecue. It's, all, all of the innovation that people are doing, and yeah, some people are getting a little crazy and putting noodles in their sausage and stuff like that, <laughs> and making everything pastrami. But you know, dial that back a little bit. But it, it's a lot of fun. It's so much fun to be out and be part of it as much as we are part of it, to experience it, to eat it. You know, one of the things that's great is that we can eat all types of barbecue. You know, from from beef to pork to pastrami to sides to desserts. And yes, I'm gaining weight again, so I've got to do something about <laughs> it. But but it's it's an amazing time in barbecue. It's never been like this ever. Right. Um, and, and so, yeah, I mean, hats off to, to everyone in the barbecue world that's really grown this whole cuisine over the last several years. It's been awesome to yeah, watch. Yeah, the competition between each other and, and how they friendly competition and how they're how they're riffing on each other and building on each other is what's amazing yeah. you know that you know way way back in the day people wouldn't share anything and now we've got people that are training people we've got people that are sharing recipes and people that are just trying to right. duplicate YouTube recipes. videos yeah. and i mean there's so much information out there to be able to to learn how to make good backyard barbecue learn how to make good retail barbecue it's it's a great time it's it's ex, it's been an exciting time it's been a fattening time <laughs> I and mean, we and it's been an expensive time so let's let's just remind people how we're going to do this after this. So we've just we just released the list of a hundred places that we we are eating at. Um, next, we're going to start to go through how do we get to those top twenty and how do we discuss those top twenty. Right. So so that's that's kind of the next steps here. So this is the first episode to kind of kick it off, and then over the coming weeks, you're going to hear us counting down to our number one. And uh, and it's it hasn't been easy. Uh, like I said, get, we've kind of narrowed down to you know what we think are the places. Now it's time to put the, them. In the order. hardest thing is the <laughs> the top three to five and 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 like seventeen to twenty. <laughs> right. Like who doesn't make that cut of twenty is incredibly difficult. It, it is. Mm-hmm. And and I'll be honest with you, there are things that I thought before we started this, like oh, the, no doubt this place will be in the top this or this place will be around here, and, and we've been surprised. Not I mean not in a negative way, but we've been surprised by. Oh, wow. Well, maybe this place actually should be here. I mean, there have been places that really have surprised us along the way. And this is why you go multiple times. This is why you try to get the incognito visits is so you can get those surprises. And like, is this place as good as we think it is? Yes, it is. Or, or was, you know, did we get a preferential tray on this place? Maybe we did. And I mean, so we, we've had a lot of really cool experiences and it's really gone. It's really caused us to have to, to really think and consider what what we're going to make this top 20 be. But we're uh, we're pretty close on it. So. What you'll hear on the next episode is you're going to hear numbers 20 through 11. Um, we're we're going to go, and we'll go into it in some detail in each one of them, kind of let you know what our experiences were at the places, the things that we really want to highlight in terms of the, the food, the experience, and all of that. And then uh, from there, you will hear in, uh, numbers 10 through 6, uh, and we will go into some further detail on that. Um, and then the, the final episode that you'll hear um, will be at, you know numbers 5 through 1, and we're, we're really excited to share this. And, and again, thank you to, to these barbecue joints for making this as hard on us as yeah, you Yeah, I mean, could. I, you know, there's, there's, we're trying to avoid hurt feelings and whatnot. You know, I, I, I think it's inevitable. Um, but, you know, please be aware. I mean, if, you're, if you were 21 or 22, 
even up to 25, it was extremely close. It, and so it was, you know, and, and we're not saying that that's how it's going to be in three months or six months from now, because th- things are very dynamic. People are they adding are. new stuff. They're adding new cooking methods. You know, we're, we're seeing direct heat pits coming out and more oh, specials the, the and all of that changing. continues yeah. to evolve. And so, yes, w- what we think are the top 20 now, if you asked us a year from now, there'll probably be a couple places that we'd have to push into there and maybe push some others down. I mean, it, it's, it's, there's such a variable in all of this. And again, it's two people's opinions. You don't have to agree with them, but please know that they came from an honest place. They came from an informed place. We tried to do this, what we felt was the right way. And, uh, and we tried to do it as objectively as we possibly could. Let's face it, guys. We've been in around this world a long time. We've got friends in the industry. And so we try to take those personal relationships out of it and just judge it based on the food that we ate and the experience that we had at these places. Yeah, absolutely. And and if somebody doesn't make the top 20 and they really want to be, just, you know, please, you know, still be our friends. <laughs> right. And, and, and <laughs> you know? obviously, we, we, we yeah. are always open to have honest discussions about, like, you know, if, if yeah. you don't think you were ranked high enough... You know, please talk to us. We'll have that discussion. We'll talk to you about what we experienced and maybe right. why we came to those decisions. And again, it might not have been anything this place, quote unquote, did wrong. It could have been, we were just blown away by these other places. It could have been the experience factor. You know, there, there's, there's definitely some in the top 20 where, or it could have been, one, you had a really bad bathroom. That's all. Well, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> like, like there, there could have been one that, you know, Hey, look, you know, this place is air conditioned. The line moves fast. The people are super courteous. And they got a great bathroom. And, and there's another one that's like, you know, they got porta potties and the line moves slow. And so, you know, no, that's not going to flip flop things dramatically, but it may edge one out slightly right. over the other. Yeah, and it, I mean, it we've is got what it spreadsheet is, you know? formulas and all this stuff. It's and ridiculous. The, it, it's it's pretty it's like the matrix. It's super nerdy. And that's why we didn't want to just go by the numbers. But by the numbers, there are literally fractions of points that separate some places. And, and it's just it's a testament to how great barbecue is right now. So, again. Thank you, everyone that's helped us along this journey. Thank you for everyone that we've been able to eat great food from. Thank you for everyone that's listened to all of this. Um, I have we no ho- idea why they do. <laughs> we'll never figure yeah. it out, but yeah. but we've had we've had a lot of fun with it. The, the list has been fun. Hopefully, it's fun for you guys to read and listen to and go to these places and support local barbecues. That's what this is all about. Again, we have spent thousands of dollars this year supporting local barbecue because we love it, because we want to, because we enjoy the people in the barbecue world and we enjoy the food. Yeah, and I mean, go out there, eat barbecue, eat at places that we talk about, tell them that you heard about it on the show. That that just helps us out. It doesn't give us any money, but it helps us out. It's a cool thing. And, and eat at places that we didn't talk about yeah. and be like, why didn't Tales from the Pits talk about it? Yeah, absolutely. Or, or tell us, hey, you need to go here. Abs- yes, um, please. That we, we love getting those messages. Yeah, what, what we hate doing is just randomly going out and eating barbecue because we've been burned so many times that we, we do try to, to limit to things that either our friends, our listeners, or other people in the industry have pointed out um, because we, we simply can't afford to eat everywhere. So um, please feel free to reach out. Somebody reached out to me recently and, and I went to the place and I had a really good experience. So all in all support the barbecue joints that we talk about. If you find a place that we don't talk about, let us know um, and tune in for this crazy, silly top 20 ranked barbecue joints of Texas. Absolutely. Thanks, guys. Tales from the Pits on Instagram, BBQ Podcast on Twitter, Tales from the Pits at gmail.com. You can reach us, rate, and subscribe on your favorite podcast listening app because it helps us too. And again, thank you, and we will talk with you next time.